It's load. Welcome to the Downtown Dubs Pod. I'm your host, Mike. Here with me, Taylor. Taylor, how you doing? Hello, hello. Doing well. I love it. I love it. So basically, just kind of jumping right in. We both kind of had some predictions when we last talked about where the Warriors would be. We both kind of talked about the Warriors winning both games against the Thunder. We both thought they were going to get wins against the Grizzlies. That didn't happen. But uh, kind of looking back at those three games before we look forward, what were your views on the games that we had last week? Um, the first the first Thunder game, we had a lot of struggles scoring in the first half. Um, and then we just kind of turned it on when we needed to. Uh, it, it was typical typical warrior stuff man Steph turned it up and yeah and we got the job done handily in the second the second half and it honestly wasn't even as close as the final score which would suggest uh right the Grizzlies game uh, you were there uh, I was there it, it wasn't what I would have hoped for in an outcome I think yeah. we actually had that game in hand and we kind of shot ourselves in the foot we just the 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 chuck and duck kind of game at the end where we're just throwing the ball around trying to make things happen it yeah. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes gunslingers get shot we uh we literally played, <laughs> we played we played a really really loose brand of basketball in the fourth quarter and we lost the game oh, because yeah. of it and we took that game and then the, the second thunder game it was i mean easily e- handily the only person on that team is sga that's Right, it's really doing much. So, but that was that was a great performance. And Steph didn't even play particularly well the second game. That was what. Was no, he game. didn't. He didn't. And and that's the thing is that everybody contributed in that game, which is exactly why they won. Yeah. Um. So looking at both of those games, I, the first Thunder game, I thought the Warriors were going to come out on fire. We both also discussed that one of those games, the Warriors were going to be playing exceptionally well, and one was probably going to be close. Um, I honestly thought that their first game was going to be the one they were going to come out firing because I just kind of thought they were on the hot streak. Um, they still ended up winning by, I think, eight or nine. They had a good game. Look, I think the, the one game I want to focus on the most is the Grizzlies game because it's – I want to say I'm shocked, but I'm, I'm not at the same time. It's basically what we saw in the play-in game at the end of last season. The Grizzlies are – I'm not like they're a very good team. They're young. They like have that energy. They remind me of the Kings with just how much they can run. They're so just young and deep. And John Morant had a great game. Like, I mean, kudos to him. He played exceptionally well. Uh, They let that game get away from them without a doubt. That's exactly what happened. And I mean, if it's not Steph, you got to find scoring elsewhere. A lot of people, I I went at a lot of people on Twitter the following day, because like you said, I was at that game and everybody was really saying that Steve Kerr mismanaged Steph and that, you know, Steph got cold. And I really don't like that take because sure. He didn't come in at his six minute or six 30 mark. He came in around four 30, which I I could understand partial reasoning, but at the same time, Steph is so he's not somebody who gets cold. Let's be honest. It's like so rare that that happens. And especially in, overtime he did not score he did not score in the fourth with that's a nine minute span in all of overtime in the four and a half minutes like in overtime specifically they scored three points coming from a Damian Lee three that's atrocious in five minutes of play it was bad like I was there and I was I was shocked and it was one of those games that the Warriors let slip away from them and it's something that I mean hopefully they learn from it because they came out playing exceptionally well against the Thunder 
it is the Thunder. So we'll see kind of going forward. But that those kind of games can't happen, especially when Steve Kirk, quote unquote, says they're chasing wins this season, which they should be. You just can't have that kind of stuff happen. And Steph needs to be playing better. I'll be the one to put blame on him because he didn't, he hasn't scored in the fourth quarter in like the past four games or three games. And it's just, he needs to play better. That's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of that is the fourth quarter defense just gets better. It becomes more like basketball in the fourth quarter. You're going to see a lot better defense. And if the game is even semi close, you're going to see a lot of teams doubling Steph and ratcheting down. Mm. So I don't know that it's all on him. I don't know that I want him forcing bad shots just to take bad shots. If the defense is ratcheting down on him, that's where we need D Lee, Jordan Poole, Mm. maybe be elites at a step up. Just we need buckets elsewhere in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree because I don't think that's changing. I don't. I don't think defense are going to start playing. Not, teams are going to start playing Steph softer. Uh, yeah, he's getting, he's getting double teamed at half court like eighty percent of the time. Oh yeah, and it I mean, only that's gets, always, always how it is. And it only gets worse as the game goes on. So when you get to the fourth quarter and the defense gets better, I don't want him forcing up bad shots just to take them. No, you know what I mean, I would. I would rather. I would rather get a driving two points from Jordan Poole than have mm. Steph going two for eight just because he's there's a lockdown defense on him. Yeah, that game also Jordan Poole. I mean, the preseason expectations for him were through the roof, especially coming from me. I still think he's a great player. I still think he's going to get his own. It's still early in the season. But he was just forcing up a lot of shots that game when if you're if you're not hitting from deep drive in because he started to do that late in the game and he was getting his points and he was getting his buckets and it's just like that is absolutely something that I think he needs to mature on a little bit and like I said the season the more that the season goes the more he's going to get opportunities to do that well he he adjusted too I thought really well in the thunder game he wasn't making mm-hmm. threes and eventually he just said okay I'm going to start cutting which is what we yeah. need. We got a lot of shooters. Wig can shoot from outside. Bielitsa can pull up if need uh, if need be. Steph right. obviously is Steph. Um, Jordan Poole is wicked athletic, and he's got plenty of size. He should be oh, cutting yeah. like sixty percent of the time, if not more. He's got a good three point shot. We saw it in the Lakers game. The guy was lights out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's young, and he needs to do a better job. I think of realizing when to say when. You know what I mean? Yeah, when to start. I agree. Cause he makes like 90% of those shots when he cuts, like they're, they're good mm. high percentage shots and he's just bigger yeah, or faster, you know? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you completely. Um, just kind of before we jump into looking ahead to this week's games. So where, who do you, th- who's your MVP through six games of the season? Like if you were to say right now, boom, this is the player who has, you know, been a, a big reason for why we are five and one right now. Where are you going? I mean, I mean, you got to go, Steph. I mean, the man's putting up ridiculous numbers. But if we're counting Steph out, which I think is where the conversation gets in, like, right, Steph's right, that's where it gets interesting. interesting. But if you take Steph out, I think the conversation gets interesting. I think you kind of have to go Wiggins just because he's been a very, very consistent contributor. He did make some yeah. stupid mistakes, but it's either Wiggins Always. or. Or I, I just you got you kind of go to go Draymond too. Draymond does a lot of things off ball that are contributing to this team's success, yep. mm-hmm. and he's putting up threes, which is all I wanted for him from him. This That's season. all I wanted to thank you. If yes. you're open behind the three point line, I don't care if you miss, take the shot and either. make them come out to you. Yeah, and open I up agree. the game. 
Yep, I agree. Uh, I was going to go with Draymond, actually, just because of how well he's playing offensively. He's always going to be good defensively. Offensively, though, I didn't expect him to, to come out like this, at least this early in the season. And he looks good. And he's letting that three fly. And I like it because, like you said, like make them guard you. Don't you – like if they're going to give you open shots. I like his stroke this year. It looks good. Like he looks a lot more confident when he's taking those shots, which I think is a positive thing. So, I mean, we're just going to have to see if that continues – and hopefully it does. I mean, Steve Kerr was saying preseason that like, you know, he wants Draymond to shoot more and he looks good. He looks like he's, he's actually attempting to score, which I haven't seen him do in four years. So it's very promising to see that. I hope that that continues when, you know, Clay comes back and Wiseman comes back because if he can score, if he's putting up 10 points a game or around there, you're in a good spot easily. Or, or even if he's not, and he's a threat to, mm-hmm. because that's the big yeah. thing. I, what what you need from him on offense is for the defense to respect him enough to not try and switch off to Clay or Steph as quick. You want right. them to have to think about it because if you go out to Clay at the three point line, Draymond's going to knock down a, a, a twelve footer every time. Every time he takes oh, yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I the agree. biggest thing is he demands your presence whether he makes the shot or not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so looking ahead, we have probably I, I mean the grizzlies was big but i'm gonna say the biggest game this far in the season is going against the hornets who look good which is crazy to me because they're five and two and they're the seventh seed in the east which just shows you the east i don't know if they're just really good or they're really you know i mean they have like they're very good teams and they have their mediocre teams but like looking at it right now once again seven games and eight games in but like the bucks aren't even in the playoff picture seven games in but you know just looking at like the one through eight seed and it's just i mean the hornets are a good team and they're they're the game's gonna remind me of the grizzlies because they're so young they're fast they're they're athletic Mm -hmm. and they play above the rim they play above the rim a lot. yeah and that's scary when you don't have wiseman in there it is because i don't know what they're gonna do i am actually very excited because once again i'll be attending I'll be at Chase Center tomorrow. I'm trying to go to as many home games, and I should have bought the season tickets, and I really regret it. But beyond the point, um, I'm very excited to see LaMelo versus Steph in person. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be an exciting game. Hopefully the Warriors can win. I expect them to, like I do every game. But they're just a very fast team, and they look very, very good. And I guess we're just going to have to see how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to get the exciting game that you're looking for out of uh, yeah. Steph and LaMelo. Um, I will say LaMelo is really tall and does actually present a bit of a matchup, a matchup problem for Steph. But, yeah, he does. but LaMelo being young, I think they can catch him in a few things scheme-wise, and I think Steve Kerr is smart enough to get that set up. But they don't have a whole lot of like mismatch elsewhere that I'm looking at right, right now. Looney's kind of a mismatch for everyone. Looney, I mean, I, I don't dislike Looney, but he's just not – he doesn't scare anyone. I mean, no, he he's not going to stop that little lob they do. Um, oh, no. But no, the bridges, no way. I don't think there's a good matchup on Wiggins in the NBA today. I really don't. I don't think there's anybody that you could put on Wiggins and feel comfortable that they're going to be able to guard him for 48 minutes. I just oh, yeah. Think I think just – yeah, I think – as long as you have him attacking the basket, I think that I agree with that take completely. Um, I think if I was to say right now, I think Wiggins, you're going to have Wiggins start on LaMelo tomorrow. 
That's that's literally what I would think. And I think you're gonna have Stefan Rosier. Then I, I, I see that. I, I see that. Um and you gotta find Jordan, a place for Jordan Poole too, but Jordan, Jordan Poole on Gordon Hayward. Probably maybe because I, I, I might reverse I, those two. I could see Jordan Poole. I could see Jordan Poole on Lamelo too, and then putting so Wiggins. I don't know. I mean, again, he's going to do a lot of scheming. I don't know that it really matters who they start out defending because I think he's going to end up doing a lot of things that take. You know, we've seen a lot of it over the years, but he's going to take the pressure off of Steph. He's just yeah. going to. He's going to figure out a way to not make Steph to- totally over inundated on defense so that he can right. get a shot. Because what I will say is I 100% think that they're going to be able to out-scheme whatever it is that the Hornets put against them. Yeah, I really, I really, really hope so. Defensively, I, I just don't I don't think you're going to see LaMelo just straight up guarding Steph on the perimeter. He's yeah. young, he's tall, He's he plays above the rim and he's fast, but he, he, just, doesn't, he just doesn't have the basketball IQ that Steph does at this point. No, he, did, no, he doesn't. I mean, his IQ is... is up there, man. It's up there, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's not on Steph and Draymond's level. They're two of the highest IQs in the league with, like, Braun. Um, so we got that game coming up, and then the games get a little bit easier the remainder of the week. We got the Pelicans on Friday, and then we have the uh, the Rockets on Sunday. Out of both of those, I think the Rockets scare me because – it's just these young teams. I mean, currently right now the Rockets are beating the Lakers, which doesn't surprise me because the Lakers, I don't know. I feel like I say this every single time. They don't scare me at all. Not at all. But though, out of those two games, I'm expecting them both to be wins. I think the only question mark for me is tomorrow. And then Monday, the Hawks come to town. So that's a back-to-back. So – out of those four games, what are you predicting the record is coming out of the Hawks game on Monday? Um, I, I could see him dropping one just to sneak yeah. one to somebody. I, I agree. Think I agree. The, the thing about these homestands, when you're going to play a lot of games in a short span, you're going to drop a game here or there. That was mm-hmm. why I was so upset about the Grizzlies game. There was no reason to drop that game. That game was there. No, there wasn't. And they just dropped it. Like We haven't seen yet the game where they just come out and just – just kind of look bad. Well, yeah, we did the first half against OKC. That was your these guys. Yeah, bad. But they did look bad. The game one. But yeah. but I I think we're gonna see a a game where eventually on this homestand, and I don't know which one it is, but they're gonna come out and one of these games are just gonna be off. They, we, we have off shooting nights. The problem is, is we're a shooting dependent team. We're not right. a team that just figures baskets out along the way, like. Jordan Poole, if he could do that all game, then I would say otherwise. But we're a shooting-dependent team. If we don't have a good three-point shooting percentage, we kind of go as the shooters go. So, right. honestly, I get, if they're out having a good night shooting, they could beat any team in this league handily. I agree. I agree. But if they go out and they have a bad night shooting, they can lose to everybody that's not OKC. Because mm-hmm. they, don't, they, don't they don't win that game against OKC against really any other team in the league. Yeah. I agree with that. So, so what's so your predicting that they go three and one? I think they're going to go. Players. I think they're going to go three and one. When they're on, they're on. But they are going to come out and they're going to have a bad night shooting eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be against the Hawks. I think Steph's going to go in and and give. Steph has a, a way of competing when he knows he's going against the youngins that that might be. I, yeah. I, I don't uh-huh. see Trey coming into Chase Center and taking it. So no. Maybe the Rockets, but I, I think I, I'd say so. I'd be I'd be happy with three and one. Yeah, 
I um, I'm gonna piggyback off that and say three and one. I'm gonna say though, if they lose tomorrow, which once again I don't expect to happen because they've had like three days of rest, but um, if they lose tomorrow, I could see them going two and two. But if they win tomorrow, three and one, I'm gonna be okay with that. And I think that that's a good spot to be at. I think that the Warriors are actually extremely for real. And I think that they really have like a lot of potential. And I think looking at that in like, you know, just the big picture of things, you really have to think that right now our centers are Looney and Bielita and just wait until Wiseman comes back. who can play above the rim. Who's a rim protector. And I mean, Steph was coaching him up a couple games back and I, and now we did get the announcement on what's the Tuesday. We got it yesterday that Wiseman is a full participant in like five on fives, which is a good sign. They want him to go down to the G league or he wants to go to the G league and get some work in before he comes. I think that's a great decision. Hopefully that's within the next week or two. Maybe we'll be seeing him by the end of the month. And then clay by the end of December, early January, that's just, I mean, this team's rolling. You're not going to be able to stop them. I already said that if you get Wiseman at like 10% more than he was last year, it's that sucks for the league because he played he played fine last year. If he put on muscle like he said he did, he said he put on 10 pounds, he's going to be a monster, especially with the spacing that this team has and Clay coming back. Just watch out. Just getting, watch out. You're getting Kaminga too, and they're making mm-hmm. Moses, Moody, Moses Moody was getting minutes in. Yeah, he was. Uh, I did, we're just such a deep team. I mean, so they deep. Did, dude, they, they, it's just it's crazy. Gary Payton was out there doing things. Mm-hmm. Like you got the you got if, you know the, the 15th man out there, they're just pull, pulling whoever up, you know, and giving right. them um and it's just indicative. I think that's going to be a big deal later in the season. I will say the more guys that they get back healthy, you're you're going to see a lot less of the guys we're seeing now. Right. I agree. I, I would assume um oh yeah for sure but i don't know i mean i i don't i don't mind that i mean if we're replacing minutes if we're replacing minutes where they're there the points can be made up the steals can be made up the blocks can be made up fine i mean mm-hmm. wiseman should get more minutes if anything looney should get less minutes because i actually think bielitsa does a lot with his minutes um, I i agree looney's out there but he's not he's not playing as well as bielitsa in my opinion i'm no, getting more out of bielitsa when he's on the floor Yep, but that's but that's indicative of the type of offense we play. Looney just is the right. only guy that can't shoot on the floor at any given time. Yeah, you definitely have your pros and your cons with the both of them. Everybody loves Looney because of his perimeter defense, which I agree he's a good perimeter defender. But at the same time, I mean, just having Bielitsa in there, he he's like a double, like he gets you a double double night in and night out. He can hit the three at a reliable rate, you know. And I think that. Um, I think I've been trying to think about this often and it's, it's kind of what would like a nine man rotation be when fully healthy and just tell me you agree or if you disagree with any of this, but let's just say, so Steph, Clay Wiggins, Draymond Wiseman, there's five. And then you have four bench spots pool locked in. Um, and then I'm going to go Bielitsa. That's kind of a, that's kind of a tough one. Uh, Otto Porter. And then, if you don't see, if you don't say D Lee, I'm gonna smack you. D, come on. If he continues to play like this, then yes. 
See, but then I feel like it's gotta be, bro. It's gotta yeah. be. Dude. Come on, show the man some love. The man's been balling. Okay. okay, so you would have your guards as as Poole and, and Lee, and then you would have Porter and Bielitsa, or you'd substitute one of them for like a, a growing Kuminga if he excels a little bit. But I mean, that's the thing. And I think I've come to the decision I want Moses Moody down in the G League for the year because He's not he's he's not going to get run with how deep this team is. Like not not at a reliable rate. I'd much rather yeah. him be in the G League. And same with Kaminga for right now while he's like you know rep, like you know he's ramping up and everything. But I think for both of them right now, the G League is the spot for them to be in. Just I, because I, I think that yeah, just how this team's meshing together. I don't really want to mess anything up. I think Moody. I think they're both great. I think they're going to be phenomenal players. But definitely right now, I think that that's the spot that they should be in and really grow and excel. I, I agree. I think they're they're better served getting minutes down there um, yeah. than sitting on the end of the bench because if we if we go on a run, they're not going to be playing as much. You know what I mean? No. They, yeah. They're not they're not going to be getting as much time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I agree. I think it'll be probably a nine man rotation as the season goes on or something right. similar. Um, and I actually, I think your nine man rotation. Um, I, I, I can see that being that. Who are you going to put in instead of D. Lee? Well, I was the deba- I don't know. I was really debating on like throwing in like an Andre Iguodala, but I guess, I, I mean, that it just depends who you're going to like defensively because I mean, looking at who I had coming off the bench, you don't have that much defense. Like D. Lee's you- eh, Porter and eh. I mean, Porter's okay. Pool. And eh. so I was thinking that you could get it somewhere. What about Porter instead of or Iguodala instead of Porter? I don't know. Offensive wise, I'd rather have Porter out there. But once again, it depends on like you know who's out there in the matchups. It's always. I mean, you're always going to get one or the other. So it really Iggy's, doesn't matter. Iggy's going to play. I mean, they're going to play. Yeah. Iggy. Iggy's gonna oh play. yeah. There's there's no way that this team is going to go to the playoffs and he's not going to play. He's for sure going to be in that rotation. It come playoff time, and I know they're going to be in the playoffs. I can. It, I'll book it right now. Whether oh, they're in the playoffs, but oh yeah, they're not going to put. Auto Porter and ahead of Iguodala. There's just so many good players on this team. You might. That's what I'm saying. Have, so deep. You might. You might have to play him over Dealey. You might be right. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm being emotional right now because he's just been so good lately. No, he has been very good, and I agree. And that was kind of a bad take on my part to not put him in because the way he's been playing has been unbelievable. And I guess, I mean, we'll see. You never know with injuries whatever the case is but no he's been he's been balling out and so i think if he keeps that up he's for sure earned his spot i mean you just got to kind of see where it fits in and i guess they're going to play matchup wise i mean either way it's nice to finally have this depth to be like oh we could have this option or this option but they're both good as opposed to last year i was like oh here comes brad wanamaker like how exciting is that the turnover machine him and kelly Ubre just man that's just like horror flashbacks i was so happy about kelly Ubre, and now i see him missing dunks for the hornets oh he's coming to say, town tomorrow i was just gonna say you're gonna have some 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 Ubre ptsd he's gonna be out there it's a little supreme tattoo yeah he's gonna tomorrow's gonna be the day he goes off watch i don't think they're not gonna let it happen but it's so funny to me that he was like complaining about not coming back to the warriors because like oh yeah i want like i don't want to like i don't want to be on the bench what's what's he doing in Charlotte doing the exact, like doing that thing. But I mean, whatever, I don't want him here anyway. Like it was, it was a fun little, it was a fun experiment. Wasn't worth it. See you. See you never. 
I wasn't a big Kelly Oubre fan when he was here. See you never. I like it. Yeah, see yeah. I mean, I'll see it. See you tomorrow. But after that, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um so kind of just shying away from the Warriors for a second, I wanna ask you what your most what do you think the most surprising team for you has been this far in the season? Um I don't want to say the Bulls, but I kind of figured the Bulls were gonna be good. I, I I thought they were going to be good, so I guess I'm not. They're not the most surprising team. I'll say the Kings. How's that? The Kings. That's have good. Been, I like it. The Kings have actually been a lot better than I thought they've been. I've actually uh, because of where we, because of where we're at, the Kings are on TV on the other channel on right you know, on Sports California, and so uh-huh. I've watched a lot of the Kings too because the Kings tend to play on the the Warriors off days, and they've actually yeah. looked decent. You know, they do look good. Albertans out there looking. De- they got a lot of good young guys running around there. Um, Pearson and Barnes looks good. Really impressed. Really impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. I would say the Bulls. The Bulls. I knew that they were going to be good. I did not think they were going to be this good. They like mesh together so well. And typically with a new team like this, just bringing it all. Like they have like four new pieces in the rotation that have not played together, and they all mesh so well in such a short span of time. They and their comeback over the Celtics last night was unbelievable. They look. They just look. Like such a good team, and they're such a fun team to watch. I can't wait until they're here. They're here next Friday. If you're gonna go get your tickets, I'm gonna try to go. But beyond the point. Um, now let's switch it for a second and say the like, what's your most disappointing team this year? Because I already have mine locked. Um, I mean the Celtics look really bad. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I again, I can't stand the Nets. I don't think the Nets are good at all. So it's between no. one of those two. But I, again, before the season, I was like, I don't think the Nets are going to be that good. Um, no, you did say that. You said that. And they have not been that good. Um, no. But I, I really thought Boston was going to be decent. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to go with Boston as most disappointing. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's crazy because I watched the games, and all they're missing really is a is a like a true point guard, and they. Like they really haven't had a good one since Kyrie. They had Kemba. Kemba was okay, and then he got hurt, but and Marcus that experiment Smart's a ended. Good point guard. They just don't give him the ball. They run everything well, through their forwards. It's the strength. So did you? Did you see Marcus Smart complain about them last night? About yeah. and then I, I saw a video today on Twitter with him freaking flopping all over the place, and I was like, dude, you can't come out and say this about Brown and Tatum, and then you're over here like flopping when nobody touches you, and it's like. I, I agree that they need to get more people involved because, yes, everyone schemes against Brown and Tatum because who else is there on that team? I'm not scared of Schroeder. I'm not scared of Smart. I'm not scared of a 35-year-old Horford or whatever. I'm not scared of any <laughs> of these players on this team. But I do agree, and I honestly will – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict this right now. I give it one month that Marcus Smart is on that team before he gets shipped off. He's a, I, he's as good as gone. I guarantee it. He has a good contract. Some team's gonna want it. There's gonna be more friction ongoing. He's gonna be he's gonna be shipped out. I guarantee. I book it right this? now. How about this hot take? Marcus Smart will be a member by two months from this date. He will be okay. a member of the Miami Heat on the bench. That would be wow. You know what's crazy? That's a phenomenal fix. They have so many dogs down there. That's a and great think- call. I think he fits in so great on that team. I was just sitting here thinking, like, Marcus Smart would look really good in Miami. That's their whole play. They just put the pedal to the metal and go, and I think he'd be a really good fit down there. Oh, my God. 
They might be the best team in the. They legitimately might be the best team in the NBA. Oh yeah, no, I think so. So so they they look so and they're so deep as well. They look so. They literally look so good. They're they're Kyle Lowry's an all star form. Jimmy Butler's an all star form. Tyler Hero looks like an all star. He looks like sixth man of the year. Jimmy Jimmy Butler's like MVP form. Like Bam looks great. That whole team looks good. You have Tyler Hero putting up like over twenty points a game off the bench. That that team is just he's gonna be the sixth man of the year. I, I you think be, so? I think so. I don't see anybody like I can't. Yeah, if he keeps he, it up, I mean, he's just performing at a clip. Like he's putting up numbers that people don't put up off the bench. No. Um, yeah, you're right. He looks really good. I, I, I would think he would be sixth man of the year if he keeps up this pace. That is, I mean, it's still really we're we're six seven. We're literally six. Yeah, we're like in between six and eight games. It varies between the teams, but yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting if you're an NBA fan, just because of everything going around. And it seems like this year, there's really not a clear cut favorite. Like you're not, I'm not sitting up here being like, Oh, it's the bucks. Cause the bucks, I mean, I know they have injuries, but they don't look as good as last year. It's not the nets. The nets without Kyrie, they just don't look good. They're all, they're old. The Lakers don't look that good. They're losing Clippers like have Kawhi injured. They, I mean, they don't look that good. None of the teams look that good. And a lot of teams aren't healthy. And it's so wide open that I literally would say that the biggest threat right now is the Heat, without a doubt, just because of how they play and just the amount of dogs that they have there. They're and and they were just in the freaking finals two years ago and they got so much better. And I think I the mean, Heat are gonna, bubble, yeah, the Heat, but no. I think the Heat are gonna win the East. Oh yeah. And, and think about That's it. That's a good call. They the BAM just BAM wasn't performing at all last year. They couldn't get performance out of Tyler Hero last year. Duncan was shooting off the bench, but that was pretty much it shooting-wise. Yeah, yeah. They upgraded Goran Dragic in yeah. every measurable characteristic is a step Better. down from Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. So you in every facet of the game, when you get Kyle Lowry, you immediately advance. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, just, I don't see them not winning the East. I actually think they present a huge matchup problem for the Bucs. They always have. The Bucs never play good against the Heat. No. Um. I, I just I don't I don't see anybody else winning the East because the Nets are bad. Oh. I'm gonna keep saying it. And I hope people get mad and furious. <laughs> the Nets are bad. They're a bad yeah. basketball team. Yeah, it's you know what the big issue for that is though. It's because James Harden is just still searching for those foul calls, still searching and searching and searching. And that's kind of how Trey Young's been this year too. Both of them have been like the worst that I've watched, just baiting fouls instead of actually trying to shoot. And like Steph and Draymond came out like a couple days ago being like, oh, this is the best like basketball that we've seen, like without getting all these calls. It's it's refreshing and it's nice to see. But this is uh yeah, this is a great this is my favorite time of year. There's nothing like Warriors basketball, that's for sure. Especially when they're winning, man. Oh, it's just so fun. Oh, 100 percent I could see I, I really, I really at this point, I think the Western Conference Finals is gonna be Phoenix and Phoenix and Golden State. I don't see anybody else. I mean, the thing about the West is it's so weird. It's such an even playing field. It's so mm-hmm. strange. There's not like – I would say the Warriors actually have looked the best out of the teams in the West. I mean – Oh, yeah. I, I Jazz are up there too, I think. No, they've looked really good. I'm saying I think you're going to have two or three teams that are really good and everybody else is going to be pretty much the same. Um, Phoenix is weird because Phoenix always finds a way to turn it on kind of later in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they started out slow. That's for so, sure. But they'll start out slow, but just the brand of basketball they play, I could see them picking it up. Right. Um, who knows, though? That might have just screwed Aiton's whole year by them not paying him. 
So I, oh, that's, I was just going to, I was just going to bring that up. I wonder if that has anything to do with it because he hasn't been playing that well. And I mean, it was, it came out like a day before the season started that they didn't want to pay him. It's and not like, like, it's not like he's like a well-documented hard worker either. So I can't imagine I'm, it helped, you know? Yeah. I mean, I will say though, like him in the finals last year, they looked like he looked good. He looked good in the playoffs last year in general, but I mean, just kind of basing it off that, I mean, I don't think he's a max contract player. I kind of am off the boat of like giving a center a max unless his name is like Jokic or somebody like that or like Cat. You know, there's like there's like those kind of guys that I would give it to, but he's not like that good where I'm like, ooh, max player. I also didn't like, you know, Michael Porter Jr. getting that big of a contract because I don't think it is. I don't think he's. I don't. I'm not a big Michael Porter Jr. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really in on the Nuggets, to be honest with you. And there's a reason we don't ever talk about them that much because they've got Jokic. Mm, That's it. Period. Um, If Jamal Murray was playing, we'd be having a different discussion. But he's not, and it's just it's it's not fun. I don't know. They're they're not that fun to watch. If you were to say right now, book it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This is how I'm gonna end it every single time the more that we get into the season, if you were to say right now, who's in the Western conference finals, who's in the Eastern conference finals right now, give me the two teams or the four teams. <clears throat> um, I could see a jazz warriors, Western conference finals. I know I That's said, what I was going to say, I know I said Phoenix a couple minutes ago, but yeah. I think it's going to be between those three teams, but it'll, uh, it'll, those three teams will be the last teams in the West. And I could see, I don't think unless Phoenix changed something seriously, if you're asking me right now, we entered the playoffs, I think it'll be warriors. Warriors Jazz, and I think we pulled out. I don't think they have enough weapons mm-hmm. to combat us. No, I don't um, think so the East is just I mean, it's gonna be the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. And who's your other team? I mean, I th- I could see the Bucks going deep again just because they have good good defense. I don't I don't yeah. think the Nets, I don't think it's gonna be the Nets, I'll tell you that. No, um, it's not. I mean the Bulls. It, it would have to be the Bulls. I, I can't see any the Bulls just look so good, man. I, I look so good. I can see a Bulls Heat Eastern Conference final, but I think ultimately just the Heat have a lot of experience and youth mixed in, which I think will ultimately be be the factor. So I mean, I guess right now it's a it's a Warriors Heat final, baby. Yeah, you and you know what? I saw somebody on Twitter today said that like they were like, if you're not rooting for a Warriors versus Heat finals, like I don't even know what you're rooting for because that would be such a fun finals to watch. Hell yeah. That would Hell be so yeah. much fun. I think that um, Warriors Jazz, just based. I mean, of course, it's it's early. This is just a prediction, but like, also, I'm thinking like how good this team looks with getting Clay and Wiseman if they're healthy. You know, that's what it's going to be. Um, I I also think that for the East, it's going to be as much as I want to say the Bulls and the Heat. I'm going to go Bucks Heat because I just I can't imagine it. I can't imagine Giannis not – it's not even Giannis. It's, like, it's just like the team around him is not as good. At least they're not performing as well. Drew Holiday's been out. Middleton's been out. The team that I think has most disappointed me – oh, this is – this was – I didn't even think about this when I said the most disappointing teams. My team in the West that's the most disappointing by far is the Blazers. They look so bad. Dame looks awful. They just lost to the Sixers yesterday when they had none of their stars playing. They literally were fully healthy and lost to like our Korkmaz and freaking 
Seth Curry, who's good. I'll give him that because he's a Curry. Freaking Corkmaz and dude, like what the hell was going on? Andre Drummond had a hella good game, but anyway, that team's been extremely disappointing. And the Celtics, those are my two disappointing teams. But yeah, I don't know. Those are the teams that I'm gonna go with. And I think that it will kind of just see how the season goes and how it progresses. But it's it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a good rest of the season. What uh what do you think of the Sixers? Do you think the Sixers are gonna be able to do anything in the stretch? Nope. Nope. Uh, and here's my reasoning for it is because I think they're gonna have they're they're gonna have to trade Simmons. They're gonna have to, and I think that Honestly, the reason that like I assume they don't want to because they're kind of just waiting to see how the Dame situation goes. Like, is, is does Dame really mean he wants to stay there? Like, is that actually how it's going? There's a couple names on the market that you know, like Bradley Beal. Does he? Oh, they look good though. So I mean, that so far so good. But like Bradley Beal's a name that like was around last season. I don't think they're gonna be up there unless they get rid of him and get somebody good in return and i'm like not draft capital it has to be a good player you think yeah i think so because it's a wasted contract they're not going to get anything good out of him he's going to cause them more harm than good you know yeah but i think i mean it's it's going to knock them out of contention i think if they're going to go for just draft capital because i i don't think that harris and Embiid alone are enough to carry this team like i Simmons didn't look good in the playoffs last year, but I mean, you still need somebody to run point. And I think that the the two of them, I, I don't think they could get it done. So I think that that's, that's what's going to have to happen. I wonder if they could get more shooting for him though. Get it. That's what, that's what they need. That's get, a player, what they need. get a player that's less than what they want. I mean, I would be, if I were them, I would be calling the Celtics every single morning at 8am every day. What can you give me? Because you're yeah. not what you're supposed to be doing is something's not working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, I think that you're going to see him be on that team through the end of the year, just because I don't, he, their GM just isn't somebody that's going to take a deal below his asking price. He's right. not going to haggle if he says, you know, so, but that being said, I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the East. And I, I think you're going to see some, you, you might see some uh, acquisitions by the heat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I th- yeah, I, c- I could see that happening. I would. Uh, I'd like to see the Warriors this year be active in the buyout market and at the trade deadline. Depending, I mean, well, who'd you like depend- to see? Let's talk about it. who would you like to see. Who would you like to see in 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 blue and gold? I mean, it depends who's going to be bought out. Honestly, in a in a prime scenario, I would love like Jacob backup center who like I, I want someone who is good at like, I want a very top tier rebounder and like rim protector behind Wiseman if he's healthy, because I would like to have like, I like Bielitsa and I like Looney, but I'd prefer to have another center behind Wiseman, somebody who is a little bit better. Um, kind of like, I'm trying to kind of like a cousins a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I really liked cousins, man. Like a, here's a good, like a Serge Ibaka type of player. That's like what I would I would really like coming off the bench, or like a Montrez Harrell, but he's not he's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. But you might get no, search. You could get search for cheap, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. hmm, I'm trying to think. think. I know you it's could, hard when like the names aren't like out there floating. They, around they don't they don't make them anymore. Is the problem? You can get a lot of old guys for a discount, 
You might be Literally. able to get one of the one of the Lakers eight centers because that's all they do is rebound. You get Brooke Lopez. Ooh, that's Brooke a Lopez. that's a that's that's a name that I don't know if you're gonna get Brooke Lopez. Though. You might get the other one. You might get you might get Robin. No, I don't I, want Robin Lopez. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Go out there and fight people. Yeah. The Warriors would have been so much better if they would have like caught Marcus Saul last year, but that's on him. He wanted to go to the Lakers. He didn't even freaking play. That's on. He's not, but he's not as good anymore. Here's the thing: we're talking about all really old. Look at all their like Drummond, Marcus Saul last year, DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan's on their team now, Dwight Howard. Like we're, you know what? They would have a really, really good team in 2010. Oh yeah, super but, good. But. The problem is, is they've got every center ever that could rebound, but they're all just old. I wouldn't have wanted Mark. I don't think Marcus Hall would have worked out for us. You know what? Valanciunas. Oh my! I would love that. I here's I'm gonna predict something before we end the pod, and I I've been saying since day one I love Wiggins. Wiggins Wiggins might be a name that you hear floating around at the deadline. Yeah, depending who you can get. It'll be a name you hear. It just might not happen. But it'll, it's a name's always floating around. No matter what team he's on, his name's always floating around at the trade deadline because he's always yeah. got a tradable contract. Yeah, I love Wiggins. A- I've been saying that since our first pod, bro. He's got a very tradable contract, and he, yeah, he may not be on this team. Next. But I tell you what, if he keeps scoring like he's scoring, I don't see a chance in hell that the Warriors get rid of him. I could see him trading no. Jordan Poole. Yeah, I think that um... – I think you're going to look at the. I mean, realistically, you can't make that assumption until we see Clay back because right now, Wiggins is still serving as like the two. two yeah, I'm going to say two option. He's for sure over Pool, I would say. Um, but when he's the third option behind Steph and Clay, and he, you know, when it the floor widens, like, watch out. That's it. That's yeah. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. He's he kind of reminds me now. of Harrison Barnes. Yeah. He's playing good now on a tight – well, t- Harrison Barnes is a good basketball player. I mean, yeah, there's no two ways about it. He's been really good for the Kings. But, yeah, no, yeah, it's been. But regardless, regardless, I just don't see how they're going to get rid of him. They're going to be selling really high, and they better get some damn good talent in return. It better not be draft capital. It better be a top tier. If you're going to trade Wiggins the way he's been playing, you better get a star back. Seriously. Yeah, I don't – I don't starter. I mean – yeah, you're gonna get a you would get a starter for him. I don't think you're gonna get as high of a as a talent as as we would like. I think that you're probably gonna get like the the comparison I would say on what I think you could get is you could probably get a Norman Powell. I don't think you're gonna get much more than that. I think Wiggins is good. His contract's too big for how he plays. Um but he, I mean, he looks good. I'm fine. So, I'm fine. He's so valuable to us right now, especially. I like, know. I know. I just, I just feel like I just, he's going to feel like took a shot for no reason. Well, it's just, he's so good for us right now. Like on off nights, yeah. just Wiggins is balling inside the, in the paint from three point yeah. range, mid range. He's playing decent defense for being Wiggins. I mean, and he's still young. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take it back. I apologize to Andrew Wiggins. Cause I feel like I just kind of. He hasn't even done anything wrong this year for me to be upset. I just kind of was like, eh, tradable contract, but nah, we'll keep him around. Screw I it. If, I wonder if they get anything for Looney. No, not a chance. I think he has five five mil left on his contract, and no, he's he's not good enough to for people to be like, oh, here, like you'd get like a second round pick for him. That's about it. Nobody's nobody's coming out here knocking at your door, being like, oh, we'll give you then Seth Curry or whoever for him. Nobody. Wants back back. Uh, 
I I love that. I just really think we're a well built a well built team. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what space we would even have to make to be movers and shakers towards the deadline. Uh, is my thing. I don't know that there's anybody that they'd be seriously willing to let go of, because it's really yeah. what are you going to get? Do you really want Norman Powell over Andre Wiggins? Or no, Andre, no. Andre Wiggins? Not at all. I was, I was no. just saying that's what you would get. Of course no, no, not. No, no. no, I know. I'm not saying you did, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if that's the value we're getting in return, I don't want Norman Powell over oh, yeah. Wiggins. I don't. But I really like Wiggins. I'm high on Wiggins. I said I that. Do. I, I said on our first podcast he may not be on the team next year, but I don't know that they're going to move him this year if our team is on a roll. I just don't see it. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I want to backtrack off that because it's like, why are we going to talk? Why are we going to sit up here and talk about tradable police pieces when we're literally like the second seed in the West right now? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I think if we're on a roll, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of movement at all. At the <laughs> yeah, that was premature. Yeah, that was premature. That was very premature. I can admit that that was premature. I take it back. We're rolling. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> Screw it. And on that note, we got the Hornets game coming up tomorrow. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's get it. Let's get a dub there. And then uh, let's follow up with some good games this weekend. Let's get a couple dubs. Hopefully we end 4-0 and after these next four games. We'll be happy with 3-1. and But, uh, yeah, any last – any uh, final thoughts? No, I'm excited to, to meet back next week and see how we did, see if we look stupid, see if we look like geniuses. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, figure, we'll figure it out. Oh, okay, I have, I have one last thing. I have one yeah. last note that we'll end it on, and this is going to be MVP coming up for these next four games. Who do you think is going to be the reason that they are performing that well besides Steph? Besides Steph? Yeah. I, I think it'll probably be Wiggins. I think um, I think Wiggins is going to get lost in a lot of these matchups, mm-hmm. um, and I think they're going to have to key on Steph, especially when he gets rolling. He's a different breed, and especially at home. Um and it seems to me every game I've watched so far, when they key on Steph, either Jordan Poole goes off or Wiggins, and ninety percent of the time thus far has been Wiggins benefiting. Yeah. So I'll go. I'll go Wiggins. I'm gonna go Poole. I've been saying it for so long that it has to happen. There's gonna be a pool party coming to you at Chase Center over the next couple of days. I just, I just really want to. I just don't want to see the guy. But I want to see him. I want to see good. He's been yeah. Good. No, he's, he's really been good. Lakers. Yeah, but that was the freaking first game of the season. I want like we're, I we're want him to be. This is gonna be game seven. It's not like it was a month ago. I know, I know, but like I'm I'm expecting like a thirty piece from Jordan Poole over the next four days. There you go. That's my prediction. Jordan Poole is gonna have a thirty point game over the next four games. Book okay. it right now, right okay. now. That's it. I'll say that over the next oh. four games. Over the next four games, you will get. At least sixty over four games from Wiggins. You're gonna get and he's gonna average twenty points a game. Okay, easy. I guess okay over twenty points a game for the next four games. All right, I'll tell you. I'll, we'll see. We'll see if uh, we'll see which one of us is uh, more correct. Hopefully, we're both right. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully we're four and zero. We're both correct. We're, we're both right. We come on here next week. Come on here next week. Do shots or something. Just, <laughs> we were right. Yeah, that's that's gonna be our thing. We're gonna have a we'll have a shot or a beer if if we're both correct. And we're fo- yeah. if we're four and zero next week, we'll both have a beer and a shot on here. As uh, to celebrate, and then we'll live, talk about the rest of the my games. party with the people. My like party. That. All right, dude. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, man. Take care.
All right.